Hello everyone, welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. And before we begin, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your Word. Thank you that day by day we get to discover the truths of our God, to know who you are and who your Son Jesus is and the ways that you want us to be in this world and your ways in this world. I pray today, Lord, that you will open your word to us, open our eyes that we might see, open our ears that we might hear what your spirit would say to us individually as we study together. We thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. The title to today's lesson is Mordecai's Refusal to Bow, and it's taken from the book of Esther, chapter 3 and verse 2. As we begin this chapter, we noted that King Ahasuerus promoted Haman the Agagite and set his seat above all the princes who were with him. In chapter 3 and verse 2 of the book of Esther, we see that this honor came with a specific directive from the king, which Mordecai would not obey. We read, And all the king's servants that were in the king's gate bowed and reverenced Haman, for the king had so commanded concerning him. But Mordecai bowed not, nor did reverence, or did him reverence. The verse begins, And all the king's servants that were in the king's gate bowed and reverenced Haman, for the king had so commanded concerning him. Honor and promotion usually comes with respect. However, in this case, the idea was to bow down, prostrate oneself in homage and worship like as unto a god. All of the king's other servants seemed to have no problem doing this because the king commanded or charged the servants to do so. But we shall see that this was not the case with Mordecai. The verse continues, But Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence. Mordecai refused to bow down to Haman, and he would not worship him as the king commanded. This must have been quite the display as all of the other servants were bowing to Haman and Mordecai would not do so. If we use our imagination just a little, we might see Haman approaching the area where all the servants of the kings were gathered at the king's gate. All of the servants bow as he enters their presence, but Mordecai continues to stand. Let's just say that Mordecai stood out in the crowd. All were bowing except him, and all were giving Haman worship and honor, but Mordecai would not do so. Now, upon first glance, we might think that Mordecai was a rebellious foe to Haman, and there wasn't anything that really prevented him from bowing like the others. However, we should consider that Haman had godly moral fiber that would not allow him to worship any other god than God himself. In other words, Haman was trying to be like a god. The fact that the command came from King Ahasuerus made no difference to Mordecai. Mordecai was dedicated to God, and God Almighty would be the only one Mordecai would worship. Peer pressure, king pressure, and no other pressure would move Mordecai from his position. No matter what the consequences, Mordecai would not bow to Haman. If we were in Mordecai's position, would we bow? 
Would we reverence people or laws that were promoted just because they were given positions by the governing authorities? What if those rules went directly against the law of God? Would we bow, give in, give worship and honor to that which is against God? It is quite easy to imagine Mordecai standing while the others were bowing. However, were we willing to stand no matter what the consequences are when it opposes God and his way of doing things. May our time of meditation upon these things lead us to bow before Almighty God in his ways alone, and may he bless us for doing so. Next time we will see Mordecai question, uh, he's questioned for his refusal. So read ahead, and we shall join together then. Until tomorrow there is more. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in Jesus' name as you continue to study his word.